Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report, and now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, December 7th, show number 309. It's uh, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter from the John Young Racing, Racing for First Responders, Dave Kemmer Studio. Also, I uh, got to mention, Hammer Down Racing Report, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. A lot of stuff to get to tonight. There's, uh, for the off season, there's been a lot of news happening. Yeah. And it just keeps happening. Um, also, tonight, we'll be talking to uh, the 2023 Butler Motor Speedway champions. Trey McGranahan is uh, standing by. We've got Robbie Henderson will be joining us, and uh, Caleb Winter, Wilbur, the uh, Street Stock champion as well. Oh, pretty exciting. He's actually bowling. I, I spoke to him. About an hour ago, so that'll be pre-recorded. But he only had a few minutes uh, to give uh, because he had to go bowling tonight. So, uh, cool conversation with him. Uh, also, uh, as I mentioned, lots of, lots of news to get to tonight. Lots and lots. Yeah, I you, did. You bring some too? No, not much. All right. Well, before we get started, the, the shop's been busy, Scott. So I I haven't had a lot of time to do my homework. That's that's the only excuse we'd accept. That's a good thing. Uh, hashtag DCR if uh, you'd like a chance to win a Hammerdown Racing Report window decal. Those, again, look like this. Uh, it's courtesy of uh, DCR Graphics. Uh, just type in hashtag DCR anytime in the comments of our Facebook Live or the YouTube Live, and we'll do that drawing at the end of the show tonight. As Dean mentioned, PRI weekend uh, this weekend. So, uh, not much racing going on, but a lot of PRI weekend stuff going on. And we're just a few days away from the start of the Gateway Nationals. Uh, that'd be next weekend. Yeah. And that caused, uh, well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, Got to mention Ron Miller Race Cars, Lamberville, Michigan, 734-856-7223. He's busy, but not too busy for you. He's got race cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, Um rear end gear fixing and uh one of the guys at work brought in a picture uh of your uh, car that's for sale the the late model right yeah he's like this is my new car it could be it could be you told, <laughs> you told him that right well, well he see we have a uh used car dealership at right one of the businesses I, I work at and uh i i don't know if he was disappointed when i informed him that uh it doesn't have a motor or a transmission that comes with it could it could but it doesn't for that price you're asking so uh also got to mention oakshade raceway where the fastest meet to race oakshaderaceway.com follow them on twitter facebook instagram tiktok and uh i didn't see an official announcement today but i did see someone had posted the summer national hell tour dates for next really? year um with uh oakshade being on there second to last date i believe uh, wayne county again will be the finale on right. sunday so, and uh, some news about uh, a Michigan track that's going to be hosting one of those races. We'll talk really? about that a little bit later. Yeah. So, exciting news there. 
Uh, before we get to our guest tonight, let's uh, do a little bit of uh, work from this past weekend. We had a, a little bit of racing action. We'll uh, check out our racing roundup. Racing roundup. Uh, going down under in Australia, Perth Motoplex, the uh, Pro Dirt Series uh, late models. Uh, Saturday night, Jamie uh, Oldfield picking up the wind in the late models. Uh, they also had sprints in action. James McFadden down there. Yep. Uh, he picked up the win in the sprints, and Logan Seavey picking up uh, the win in the midgets at Perth Motorplex uh, this past weekend. Well, that's pretty exciting. So the Americans doing pretty good yeah, yeah. in the open-wheel cars. Yeah, um, isn't McFadden Aussie by... Oh, yeah, that's true. But still, he races here. I, oh, he does. Yeah. and, and He's kind of native here And he now. races very well, yeah. yeah. Uh, the 56th Annual Snowball Derby was this past weekend as well. Uh, I know they had a lot of weather delays and everything for the uh, preliminary events. But Ty Majeski uh, finally picking up the win at, down there at Five, Flag, Five Flags Speedway on I, Sunday I didn't afternoon. get to watch it, but I understand I it. it either, I guess that it was... There were some uh, an event filled race. As most of the asphalt late model races have been recently, there is a the, they had the big one, yeah, among other things. So a lot of action with those guys. Um, also, uh, action out in Las Vegas, the Riscon 360 Open Wheel shoot, Showdown at the Bull Ring at Las Vegas Motor Speedway uh, this past Saturday. Aaron Wilson picking up that fifty thousand dollar win. Huh. Uh, Cody Swanson won the uh, midgets, and Dave Danzer. Picking up the win in the Super Modifieds. Dan's are from uh, around this area. Right. So, uh, very cool stuff there. That's it for uh, this weekend's racing roundup. Uh, make sure to uh, call DCR Graphics. You know, you, you may have missed that uh, November 30th deadline to lock in the 2023 prices. Well, uh, but I saw his but pr- I saw his prices online. He and did post them. They're yeah. still not bad. No, they're very... Not much of an increase. Very uh, competitive. So if you still need uh, some uh, graphics for next year, for your car, for whatever, uh, anything. It doesn't have to be a race car. You can be uh, just a... He makes stickers, you know, whatever, whatever you need. He does stickers, die-cast t-shirt designs. Uh, they do the designs for all that. Uh, for the wraps, uh, they can print out the wrap, pretty much whatever you need. Sprint cars, late models, modified stock cars, compacts, whatever. Uh, give Dale a call, 419-308-9523. You didn't say anything about sprint cars. I'll yeah, bet I did. He, did. I said, oh, I said okay. sprint All cars. Right. I think right. I did. I guess I wasn't listening. That's okay. I don't, as, I don't as, pay attention as, when as, I talk as, either. As always. Uh, also, uh, Dale has gift certificates, so if uh, there's a racer in your family that's looking for uh, that you need a, a gift for and you can't think of anything to buy or you don't know what graphics he needs, there you go. Call up Dale, get a, a, dis, a gift certificate. Uh, you can check him out, too, at uh, facebook.com slash graphics. And uh, finally, got to mention Dominator Race Products. They have what you need to be in Winter Circle, the Winter Circle. Dominator with 30 years of experience to put you out front. Hoods, fillers, doors, quarters. Check out their composite, composite ultimate body panels. Late model nose kits, three-piece modified balance kits, fan shrouds, and much, much more. You can order direct from DominatorRaceProducts.com or call 419-923-6970. Dominator Race Products are also available <laughs> from your local reputable race shop, such as Ron Miller Race Cars. Yeah. And I did see Bentley uh, is not going to have a booth for Dominator but for he's, but he's, at PRI. But, but he's cruising. But I believe he, he'll be... Yes, yeah. down down there at the PRI show, but cruising, uh, cruising, schmoozing, whatever. no, no Dominator uh, booth this year. Uh, without further ado, how about we get to uh, this week's guests? Yeah, we have them both uh, there. 
Um, trying to catch up on some comments here. Let's bring in uh, Trey McGranahan and Robbie Henderson, uh, champions from uh, Butler Motor Speedway. We've, it's the first time we've done the Butler Motor Speedway uh, champion, so uh, welcome to the show, guys. That's because they really stepped up their program, Scott. Well, since Tim took over that trip. That's it. <laughs> Would you guys agree, uh, since Tim has uh, stepped in and took over uh, the reins there at Butler, uh, have things improved? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Tim and uh, Tim and Jenny definitely stepped up their game these past couple of years. It's uh, it's going good over there. What uh, what would you guys say has been some of the biggest improvements over there at Butler? I think mainly the track. I mean, I know Tim puts a lot of time into the track, and not just Tim, but everybody that he has helping him, and the track surface, and um, just I mean, overall the facility, but the track you know, for us being drivers is the main thing we see <laughs> from the fan standpoint. I've heard that, uh, the grandstands and, and the restrooms have, have all just stepped up uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The facilities and everything, the whole track, uh, from the time you enter the, enter the gate has completely flipped a 180 since, uh, since they took over. Nice. Uh, now, Trey, you are the uh, the 410 Sprint Champion. One win uh, this year, but uh, six top fives, uh, 11 top tens. And, and Robbie, the uh, Modified Champion with five wins overall on the year. Um, how do you guys feel about the, the competition level there in, in each of your classes at, at Butler Motor Speedway? And uh, uh, Robbie, we'll, we'll start with you in the Modifieds. Um, it's tough. Um, any given night, there's a handful to the whole field that could win this or win a race. Um, you know, you got um, Josh Lamal and Todd Sherman come uh, full season this year. So, you know, he's obviously tough everywhere he goes, but, you know, you got, you know, just like I said, everybody in the class can, it's, it's tough. So. We just, I, I understand that uh, Butler is on the summer national schedule, so I, I assume they'll be bringing the modifieds along too. Is that going to be a big deal? Um, no. Um, the they had the mods there for the summer nationals the past, I think, three years. Right. So, so, yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so what about in the four tens uh there uh, trey How, how's the competition there yeah the competition's um stiff on a weekly basis um just like robbie said there's a handful of cars every night that show up um if not the whole field that is very competitive so you got to be on your a game at all times and um really just stay focused and hammer down now, uh, uh, Trey, did you did you expect that you would be uh, winning a track championship in, in your second season in a four ten sprint, uh, especially with a, a team change uh, coming late in the season? Uh, yeah, you know, we had a um, we had a good feeling at the beginning of the year that we might be able to make a good run for it. Um, our first year, we were super consistent, um, always in the top five. It felt like um, top threes a lot too. So. Uh, winning the rookie of the year the first year, we felt like it was our chance to really go for it and um, chase the next milestone, which was the track championship. So uh, we put our head down and stayed focused and uh, stayed consistent, and it all worked out in our favor. 
Trey, what's your background in racing? Uh, did you just start out in mods or street stocks? He's a sprint car. He's a sprint car guy. I'm sorry, sprints. <laughs> no, you're all good. Um, I grew up, I started racing quarter midgets when I was nine uh, okay. here at Mini Indy here in local Indianapolis. Um, and then I uh, took a shot up to the 600s, um, racing at like US 24 Logansport uh, here in Indiana and then a lot of Circus City um, in Peru. Um, and then I took the, uh, I took the next step up into four tens two years ago. Um, haven't looked back. <laughs> how, how, how far of a drive is it to Butler from, from Indianapolis? Um, uh, when my dad's driving probably about three hours, <laughs> uh, when my mom or somebody else is driving probably about three and a half. <laughs> okay. Not too bad. Uh, what what are your thoughts on the uh, the All Stars uh, deal with uh, the High Limit uh, Racing Series and Butler uh, getting on the schedule for uh, for next year with the High Limit Series? Absolutely, I think that's a big jump and a big um, a step in the right direction for the All Stars. Uh, Kyle and Brad taking it over. They know they know what's going on. They know how to they know how to run a a series properly. Um, everybody's seen how the High Limit Series went these past two years. Um, and I think we'll be able to really flourish in that uh, area of racing. And I also think that's really good for Butler, too. It attracts a lot of fans and um, a lot of people to come watch races there at Butler, which is what um, everybody everybody likes up there. No, a lot of, uh, I, don't, I, I shouldn't say a lot, but I know of a few sprint car drivers uh, in, in the Ohio area are kind of disappointed with the, the All-Stars as it was a more of a regional series as opposed to now the high high limit series becoming a national series. Uh, any, any thoughts uh, on that? Do you, th- do you see any uh, series kind of stepping in to fill that void on a regional level? You know, I think it's kind of too early to tell right now. Um, we'll kind of just have to see how this new series goes with Kyle and Brad. Um, I think, I think they'll be able to do a really good job and I think people will be um, people that might be upset right now might have a change of heart. Uh, coming soon so I think we just give it a little time to uh, to brew and see what these guys can do for us all right sounds good uh, Robbie uh, five wins this year uh, what what do you think uh, made you so so dominant in the modifieds oh luck <laughs> um, now we just uh, we've always been pretty competitive but you know we all know in racing you got to have luck on your side and just sometimes the way the pill draw win or anything like that just kind of helped us out and it really uh like you said just or like i said just lucked out and got good starting spots and was able to hold off hard chargers so (laughs) now was this uh your first track championship i I believe you've done some asphalt racing in the past as well right yeah um i ran asphalt for 18 years and this was actually my third full year on dirt before we get too far what 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 made you uh switch from asphalt to to go to the dirt which i'm not complaining about (laughs) (laughs) no we just something different um i was just ready for a change and um when i very first started racing dirt i was going back and forth we had an asphalt car and a dirt car and so i was splitting my time and then uh like i said about three years ago we sold the asphalt car and just focused on dirt and haven't looked back it's been probably the best decision i've ever made so it's it's fun 
the people make it fun. Hammer, hammer down racing reports. Good, good friend Jimmy McCune is still trying to make that transition. Seems like some guys can make it fairly easy and some not so much. Uh, Jimmy, yeah, it's, get, it's, he's getting better. It's different. But what yeah, was, he he comes to Butler, and right. So yeah, he's yeah he's he uh he does pretty good up there. I mean, like you said, he's he's learning, but. Yeah. yeah, it's always fun racing against Jimmy. He comes up there, he's a real clean racer. He's He knows what he's doing, just seat time and everything, just as everybody else needs. Trey, you came from quarter midgets, Trey. Um, have you done any pavement racing yourself? Uh, just quarter midgets. That was really the only pavement racing that I ever did. Okay. Um, and then I kind of had my heart set growing up, going to Putnamville uh, here locally in Indiana. I had my heart set as a young kid to – I was going to end up on dirt one day, so <laughs> I was I wanted to get off pavement as fast as I could and go play in the dirt a little bit. Now, uh, Robbie, your first uh, win on the dirt came at the expense of uh, the current track owner Tim Wilbur back in uh, 2018, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, when I very first started, my very first night, um, I just happened to park by Tim, and uh, he, him, and his team when he raced kind of took me under their wing and really helped me out and everything. So that was pretty awesome that my first dirt win was against him. So that was pretty cool. Pretty special. <laughs> so how, how do you, uh, how do you feel about point racing? <laughs> well, since you're asking me this question, I'm sure just, people's probably already told you that I do not like points racing. Um, to me, uh, there's nothing, nothing wrong with it, but I just think it takes the fun out of it. Um, so when we start off a year, our goal is not to win points. We're just there to have fun and win races. Um, now that, like I said, this year, luck was on our side and stuff just fell our way. And obviously, you know, we're in the hunt. We're with, I don't know, three nights left. We're going to go, but to set a goal, that's not what, my team does we're we're just there to have fun and win races and hang out with our friends <laughs> now trey uh how, how do you feel about point racing i, I know you only have uh, two seasons there in the 410 but uh what what what's your thoughts yeah i um i don't know i'm split both ways i really like it and i really hate it um <laughs> you know i'm super competitive so that that points racing definitely draws the competitive uh the competitiveness out of me so um, in that sense, I really like it. it uh, it's a lot of fun for me throughout the season, something to look forward to and um, kind of track my my uh, success, I'd kind of like to say. But um, just like Robbie said, at some points it does take the fun out of it because you have a bad night, you see yourself dropping the standings a little bit. Um, you're pushing your equipment to the absolute max every night trying to get that extra point because um, – like we've seen at the end of the year, it came down to a matter of eight points. So um, one bad night through there in the season somewhere, and that could really alter everything. Uh, spe speaking of which, uh, were, were there any uh, obstacles or setbacks uh, you had to overcome during uh, this uh, past season? Yeah, I felt like we were um, we were always kind of chasing our tail a little bit. We run into um, parts failures. Um, we had a lot of parts failures this year. Um, in the 27, it felt like, um, but with all that aside, when we were on the track, we 
we did really good. It felt like, um, and then we had the the team change over to the four car and Brian Peterson, um, and we we got rolling there pretty quick. Our first race with that team, we uh, picked up a win with a big group of cars there. So um, everything set aside, I felt like uh, we had a good season. What about uh, what about you, Robbie? Any uh, setbacks or obstacles that you had to overcome? Yeah, we actually, the start out the year, we actually started out with two DNFs the first two nights. Um, had a parts failure the first night, and then second night overheated the motor. And we, I was <laughs> kind of shaking my head thinking, uh, this is not how I want to start out a season. But um, So we had them right off the bat, and um, we ended up with three DNFs throughout the year. Um, had a rear end break on me a little bit past halfway, and it it uh most def- most definitely took the fun out of it and you kind of i don't know you kind of get the realization that it's like oh man like cuz we had a good year you know we had five wins but we had to work for them so it, you know we had them setbacks and it uh yeah it just yeah <laughs> so <laughs> definitely just uh part of racing i mean it is it is it is what it is but it sucks when you have them nights so it definitely sounds like it wasn't a cakewalk for that championship uh, for for you, Robbie, uh, or for really for anybody. I mean, it takes quite a bit to win a championship. Not that I would know, but uh, Ron, you have some experience in that, don't you? Yeah, a few of them. Uh, okay. Um, so what, uh, Robbie? We'll start with you. What was uh, the most memorable night or nights uh, from this past season, and, and what made it memorable for you? Um, I, I got to say probably went in the Terry Wilbur Memorial um, just because the Wilbur family, you know, I raced with Terry when I started racing there. I raced with him and uh, his boys. We actually parked side by side. So real close with them and obviously the whole Wilbur family. But yeah, so that one was a big one. I mean, that one was that I could have won that one and been all right all year. But um, just because that race meant so much. So that was pretty cool. What about you, Trey? Any uh, races stand out? Yeah, definitely. I have to say the race that we won, um, second to last race there with Brian Peterson in the four car, um, just due to all the adversity and everything leading up to that race, um, everything that happened, um, I felt like it was just it was a uh, weight off our shoulders um, getting that win that we've been chasing for all year that we were so close to multiple times. Um, but just never felt like it fell into our lap the way we needed to. But, yeah, definitely that race that we won there with uh, all of our family and uh, all of our crew was there together, so it was great to celebrate that win. So what uh, what are your plans then uh, going into uh, next season? Uh, yeah, so we're, we're still um, tossing plans around in the air a little bit, um, but I think we're going to try and uh, attack this new Maverick series here in Indiana. Um we're looking forward to hopefully partnering up with Tyler Sturgeon Racing here in uh, local Indiana. Um, does a lot of non-wing stuff, but I think we might put some wings on and see what we can do here in Indiana. I've I've heard of that uh, Maverick series. Uh, what are what are some of the tracks on their schedule? Um, yeah, so I think they just released their schedule not too long ago. I think it's going to be uh, like Putnamville, Bloomington. Um, I've seen maybe a couple Terre Haute races up there. Um, but just a handful of tracks here in local Indianapolis that are uh, hopefully going to put on a kick-ass show for us. Cool. 
And those are, are good paying shows, a little bit more than a weekly show? Uh, you know, I, I would think so. Um, I haven't looked too much into the payouts quite yet, um, but whenever I see that information, I'll make sure to relay it back to you guys. Good. All right. Uh, Robbie, what uh, what do you got planned for, for next year? You're not going back to asphalt, are you? No. Uh, I said I wouldn't go back to asphalt, but if somebody offered me a ride and was going to pay for the thing, I'd consider it. But no, um, it's going to stick with dirt. Um, we are just going to, this year, we're going to kind of do a hit and miss schedule. Um, my daughter graduates this year from high school, so um going to do some stuff with her before she makes the the college move um do some stuff with her and um there's some bigger races like we like going to eldora and watching late models and stuff like that so want to go watch them and kind of hang out with the family i mean i'll still be at a racetrack i'm sure but um just not going to have a car with me every weekend gotcha so uh are, do you have any sponsors that uh, you want to give a shout out to Um, yeah, I actually got my cheat sheet right here. All right. <laughs> Good man. Um, cause we all know in racing, <laughs> we all know in racing that it wouldn't be possible without sponsors. So I got to make sure I think, uh, thank them all and can't forget none of them. Um, I've, uh, Henderson Motorsports, which is my dad and I, my dad's the one that got me started in racing. So got to thank him, Broken Fence Cattle Farm, the Brenneman family, uh, Countryside Towing, Hartman Auto Body, M&S Auto Parts. Stevenson Hall Automotive, uh, Zero Graphics, Hoosier by Buckshot, Buckshot Racing Products, Buckshot Auto Sales, Detail This, Cutting Edge Excavating, Curtis Family, Autocraft Auto Body, and Seckler Power Washing. They're all the sponsors. And then I got to thank uh, Brian Roman at Roman Race Cars because without his car, it wouldn't be possible. He, he gives us a good piece. So it's it's pretty good. So well, I got to thank him too. That explains yeah. a lot then. I didn't, oh, yeah. didn't realize you were running a Roman race car, but uh, yeah, Brian's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trey, what uh, what uh, sponsors or, or crew do you yeah. have to thank for this yes, season? Uh, I got to thank my uh, mom and my dad, Troy and Crystal, um, my brother Taylor, um, Engineized Performance Coleman, Coleman Power Sports, uh, Schaefer Auto Body Collision, uh, Scott Lukaitis and Brian Emmerich, uh, Scott Zorman, um, my uncle Dallas, um, Hoosier Tire Midwest, Brian Peterson, uh, Dakota Sprague and Austin, um, my crew guys, um, Griff's Auto Body or uh, Griff's Engine and Machine. Um, I'm definitely probably forgetting a few of them. Uh, you need your cheat sheet. Mail supply, Pole Family Farm. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't bring a cheat sheet. I I was lacking in that area. <laughs> it's all right. We'll let it go this time. I think I got most of them. All right. What's uh what uh what's the next race uh, on your schedule then? Uh, next summer sometime. Yeah, I think um, the first race will probably be the first Maverick race of the season. Um, if anything changes. Okay. No, no Florida trips? Oh, I wish. Dude, if I was in Florida, I'd probably have my feet in the sand somewhere. <laughs> well, uh, keep in mind, our guests usually go on to win their next race. So uh, 
I'm not sure if there's like a if it expires you know, if you wait too so. long. You know, you don't think so. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what what about you, Robbie? When's uh when's your next race? Uh, any any plans to go to the Gateway Dirt Nationals? Um, we were actually going to go to the Dirt Nationals and watch, but uh, we're actually going to go to Florida for Speed Weeks. So we're going to go with, there with the race car, hang out for a week, and no, not with the race car, oh. with friends, and so we've never never done that. So something we've always so something we wanted to do, and it opportunity arose this year so east bay or east bay or volusia um we're gonna i believe we're gonna go to east bay and then go to volusia we're gonna start at east bay and then head over to volusia oh very good sounds fun enjoy the warmth yeah (laughs) i'm looking forward to it (laughs) all right guys uh we appreciate the time congratulations uh, on your championship series uh and good luck uh Good luck, Trey, in the Maverick Series next year. And, uh, Robbie, good luck uh, with spending some time with your daughter and kind of catching some races here and there. Yeah. Somebody – I had my cheat sheet there, but I got to thank my wife and my daughter too. So they're a big part of it along with the rest of the family. So Yeah, you almost just Um, got in trouble, dude. (laughs) Yeah. I I had to dig myself out of that one. (laughs) Did Matt Swander save you there? No, no. <laughs> uh, uh, but I figured he'd probably be blowing my phone up and saying, Hey, you forgot your wife, but <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, man. It's a better pleasure talking to, uh, to both of you guys. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Yeah, on. Thanks for having it. us. Good luck in 24 guys. Yep. Yes, sir. Happy holidays, gentlemen. Have a good yep. one. Thank, Thank you. you. Here you go. You're, uh, Whoops, I, I removed Ron and left uh, Robbie on. Robbie's going to uh, co-host a show with us. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> All right, we'll see you, Robbie. <laughs> Did the wrong one. I apologize, Ron. Just kidding. Uh, again, your 2023 uh, Butler track champions, uh, 410 sprint car track champion, yeah. modified track champion, still another track champion. I did not uh, hear back from uh, Austin Sloan, the... Uh, uh, who is compact. their compact track champion, but street stock cha- track champion, as I mentioned earlier. I didn't really say that a hundred times. Had previous plans. Had for previous the night. plans tonight, uh, which you can appreciate bowling. Yeah. So uh, we talked to him uh, just a little bit earlier this evening, and uh, here's our uh, conversation with Caleb Wilbur, your 2023 Butler Motor Speedway street stock track yeah. champion. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. We're here with your 2023 Butler Motor Speedway Street Stock Champion, Caleb Wilbur. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Uh, how how many years have you uh, you been racing? So at Butler, I've been racing seven years. Um, I started out in a front wheel drive, 
my dad wanted me to to learn the aspect of racing before I learned how to go fast. So, so how, how many years did you do the uh, front wheel drive before you got into a, a street stock? Three years or okay. three, four years. The the first year I wouldn't even really consider it, but mainly after that it'd be three years. So now after uh, you made the switch to the rear wheel drive car, uh, did you have to unlearn any driving habits? I, I yes, actually I did. Um, in a front wheel drive, you have to really go fast on the straightaway and then let off going in the corner and really slow down your entry speed. And that was a big habit when I first started in street stock was I would slow down too much going in the corner. Everyone always told me like, Hey man, you're getting drove, drove over going in the corner. Like try to enter it just a little bit faster. And I'm like, really? Like, are you sure? And they were always right. It was just me trying to break the bad habits from a front wheel drive. Gotcha. So what, uh, you mentioned your father, uh, Terry, what, uh, what role did he have in, in getting you into racing? I know he was uh, huge into racing as well. Oh man, he was every bit of it. Um, when I was a kid, every Saturday, he'd take me and my brother over there and just, we'd watch. And that was just something that we look forward to doing every Saturday. It just never got old and we just enjoyed it so much as a family. We just, plus it was very family oriented to begin with my grandparents and my uncles and my cousin everybody had raced so it was in the blood for sure so he uh, just kind of kept it there and showed us the thing or two about it and got us into it so now you still have uh, other family racing right um my brother and i are right now are in my cousin my cousin jeremy he um he races at mount pillar mainly but me and my brother are the only two at butler right now Okay. How how do you feel about uh, point racing? Man, it was it's it's not as fun as it sounds. <laughs> um, it's definitely cool to challenge yourself and work for a goal. But at the end of the season, looking back, it's like, man, I'm tired from all that. It's every day, week in and week out. I mean, you got to have your game 100 percent right, or you could have a bad week, which could lead to losing the points in one bad night so it gets stressful but it's it was fun how how close did you pay attention to the points uh especially toward the end of the season um i watched it yeah to try to look at it here and there but that's coming back to my dad again he always taught me that if you're points racing never watch the points because as soon as you do it's you think you have to do something better and then you overdrive the car or you get in an accident or whatnot you just gotta go there and every week i know what i'm capable of doing i just gotta go there and do it so that's the mindset i tried to have is that i was fast enough to hold my own i just had to just had to do it so that's the way i looked at it every week now were there any big obstacles uh, you had to go overcome at any point during the season on your way to get this championship there were so many obstacles. Honestly, it was the season, the biggest season in my career that I had the most obstacles. Just so to start off, um, I got into an accident with a guy. I bent my rear end, and that was a timely fix, and I had to get that done by Saturday. And thankfully, I knew a guy, Tim Pieski, with Pieski Garage. He hooked me up in a week and got it straightened up for me. And then after that, um, it was a street stock challenge. I was running really good that night, 
and I got into it with another contender and put me on my lid. So that was that was a, my first time going on my lid. So that was a eventful night for sure. Um, thankfully, I didn't break a whole lot. Really, just body work that night. And then the next week, I was almost done with the feature, like a couple laps to go, and my left front ball joint snapped. And I'm pretty sure that it was cracked or broke or somehow from the week before when I rolled it. But there was no way of seeing that without really, really, really looking at it, which I did. So, And then to end that season, I, uh, I lost my water pump belt and my power steering belt at the same time. So my motor got hot, causing my uh, push rods and stuff to get stuck in the holes and well, did, did you at least finish the race uh, with the, the broken uh, ball joint? Since it's the left front, you could just lift that up, right? Carry that I, around the track? I didn't, know. Okay. I, didn't. I wish I could have, but it's, it sounds easier than it is for sure. So so overcoming all those, uh, all those things, especially being on your lid, that's luckily one thing I haven't had the pleasure of doing yet. Uh, does that make the, the winning the championship uh, mean even that much more to you? You're, you said it right on the nose. It exactly does. Um, all my other seasons, like, I was racing for points for sure. I, I got second. I've gotten third. Um, I was right there all those seasons. And to be honest with you, I never had any hard challenges, really. I just was behind the eight ball and finishing, and just that's why I didn't win. And then this past season, I had every obstacle I could think of thrown at me, and it made me think like, man, you know, like this is the season I have to earn. And that was so much fun. Honestly, it was. So what, uh, what are your plans then for next season? You're going to try and make it uh, two in a row. You're going to move up class or what, what's going on? Um, the plans are still really unsure right now. Um, my car hasn't really been touched since the end of the season last year. I went to Kokomo and had a good time there and didn't break nothing, didn't have any body work really. So I just put it on the hoist and it's been sitting. Um, I just got a new job. So I've been focusing on that. And then once I get that figured out, this is back to race cars. So, well, January sure. 1st, January 1st is a race at Sandusky. You know, if your car's still together, might as well just uh, bring it on over. You can run in the moonshine stock. Yeah. You, you talk to my girlfriend and uh, we'll see what we can do. Okay. <laughs> Uh, any, uh, sponsors you want to give a quick shout out here? Oh man, I have so many. I know I'm going to forget some, but, uh, Sims landscaping, uh, GM lawn care, Gundrum lawn care, um, Caldell and Sons scrapping, Jim's motor sales, Blondie's beauty shop, um, Buckshot auto sales. I want to thank, um, Tim Wilbur with, but with Butler Speedway for turning that place around for sure, giving us a good place to race at. Um, Nichols Accounting, I got to thank my Uncle D-Dub, um, all my crew members that helped me week in and week out, Carl, Jimmy, Weekly, um, Justin. I got so many people that are behind me, and that's what made this season possible, so got to thank them. All right, man. Uh, let us know when you figure out what you got uh, going on for next year. And I, I know you got to get going uh, so you can go bowling here tonight. Uh, good luck at that. And uh, people we have on the show, they usually go on to win their next race. I don't know if that works with bowling, but maybe you'll get a 300 tonight. Hell, I'll be happy with that. All right, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for having me. There you go. 
Mr. Caleb Wilbur, your street stock champion. He's probably bowling right now. Matt says he was watching. Yeah. <laughs> watching himself. Hopefully that didn't mess him up. Uh, make sure to contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane, custom print magnets, can koozies, tumblers, and uh, all kinds of other gift items. Uh, still time to uh, order those 2024 calendars, uh, but time is running out. He usually has uh, a few-day turnaround. Actually, it's, it's only the 7th, right? So you, you could probably get a 24 yeah. calendar in February. In, in tw- you pr- probably you could, but, I mean, if you wanted, want it as a gift, uh, you probably want to start doing exactly. that now. Um, and don't, don't forget, uh, Free Train Photos uh, announced that they will be returning as the official track photographers at Oakshade Raceway. Charlie, you see uh, popping up uh, at races all over Toledo, Speedway, Sandusky, Fremont. Probably Millstream. Probably, yeah. That, that might be a thing, too. Uh, call Charlie to uh, get that uh, calendar or any other gift item, 419-476-9978. And it reminds me, I wanted to order some uh, 8x10s uh, of some of the photos from this past year. That's something you can do as well. Uh, he's got You got the numbers on the back. If you uh, got some of the 4x6s, uh, you can give him the number off the back, and he can uh, make uh, blow Hold it up. up. for. Uh, he could probably make posters. Poster size images. I'm sure he can. Um, freeze frame photos, special moments frozen in time. I'm over promising. Maybe he can make billboards out of them. Yeah. And now he's somebody got, could. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, don't forget hashtag DCR. Put that in the comments for a chance to uh, win that hammer down racing report window decal. Again, uh, one of the regular ones tonight. These are available from DCR graphics. You can get them for just five bucks. Just uh, give. Uh, Dale at DCR Graphics, a uh, call, and uh, he'll mail it to you. Unless you want to wait till next year, he'll bring it to the track. Uh, again, Dale's number is 419-308-9523. Got a lot of uh, racing news to uh, get through That's here. That's hard to believe. A lot of, a lot of stuff happening. Scott, even though it's December. That's when the news happens. Latest racing news. Chase Elliott was selected as the uh, National Motorsports Press Association's most popular driver for the sixth consecutive year during uh, the NASCAR awards ceremony down in Nashville last uh, Thursday night. Um, wasn't his dad like uh, Bill Elliott? He was a forever. He was the most popular forever. Yeah. And now that uh, Dale family Earn- tradition since Dale Earnhardt retired, I'm, he's kind of turned the reins over to Chase. Uh, High Limits uh, Racing officials announced the a 60-race schedule for next season. I know this is probably old news now because it's right. from last Friday. Uh, this came out uh, Friday at noon last week that uh, it's going to take the Wing Sprint Car Series to 36 tracks in 19 states with plans to award more than $4 million in prize money. High Limits Racing will kick off the uh, season at East Bay Raceway Park in uh, Florida on February 13th and uh, celebrate its inaugural season championship at the uh, dirt track at Texas Motor Speedway on October 12th and 13th. Uh, Butler Motor Speedways will see the series on June 1st, as we had uh, mentioned earlier. They're also going to be at Portsmouth Raceway Park on July 13th, Eldora Speedway on July 17th and 18th, uh, and also uh, September 20th and 21st. Uh, then it'll be at Atomic on October 1st, and uh, that'll be along with the uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Series. That's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a lot of news uh, <coughs> coming out of the High Limits Racing Camp. Yeah. We got some more a little further down 
uh, high limits re- related here as well. Uh, speaking of Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, uh, they've announced their schedule. They're going to bark on their 20th season of competition. I didn't realize it's only been 20 seasons. I thought they've been around uh, longer. Nah, not really. Okay. Uh, not... Who knew? Keep Apparently going, everybody. Yeah. Um, the 2024 season will feature 63 events at 28 unique venues across 16 different states. Uh, the 2024 schedule is highlighted by 21 events that will pay a minimum of $20,000 to the winner. Of those, 12 Crown Jewel events will boast a uh, $50,000 or more top prize. The uh, 2024 campaign will launch with a record 15 events during the Georgia-Florida Speed Weeks, including a return to Golden Isle Speedway for a 10000 to win event on February 23rd and a 20000 to win the following night, the 24th. The 100,000 to win 44th annual Dirt Track World Championship will return to Eldora Speedway. That'll be on October 18th and 19th, and that'll cap off the Lucas Oil Dirt Late Model Series season. The uh, series will also visit uh, some other tracks here in Ohio, Atomic Speedway on March 22nd and October 1st, Portsmouth Raceway Park on July 5th and August 31st, and Muskegon County Speedway on July 6th. Lot. That's, that's a lot. Uh, Sandvig uh, Motorsports is thrilled to announce that J.J. Hickel, former guest of the show, will be taking the wheel of the number 7 410 sprint car for the upcoming 2024 season. They're cur- currently uh, working on finalizing the racing schedule for 2024, and official schedule announcement is expected within the coming months. Scott, there's so much, so many big shows uh, in, in 410 sprints, it's going to be hard to decide on a schedule. That's possible. Eldora also released their schedule for 2024. That uh, happened on Monday. Uh, it features 23 nights of racing. Highlighting the schedule is the 30th uh, date Dirt Late Model Dream, the 41st World of Outlaw uh, Kings Royal, 54th uh, Annual World 100, 44th Annual Dirt Track World Championship, uh, the season opens April 7th and 8th. I believe that's what it, I saw something that was just a... Anyways, uh, they're going to have a super stock program that weekend and then the uh, um, that uh, the Eclipse viewing is that weekend as well. And Eldor is right in the path of that total Eclipse. Oh, it is, yeah. That's uh, right. That weekend. So that's, that's how they're kicking off this season. Uh, what else they have there? They're going to do... Uh, uh, I guess the season's going to wrap up, as we mentioned, with the Dirt Track World Championship uh, with the Lucas Oil Late Model Series. That'll be October 17th through the 19th. Um, Lucas, Oil, date, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, uh, just the main event for that. I'm sure there's going to be, they've had uh, the Modifieds, the uh, Street Stacks, although that got rained out. And I believe that's actually on the schedule, too, for April 24th. Sometimes late, later in April is the makeup date uh, yeah. for that. Other news. The Arkham Menard Series East has released its 2024 schedule with a return to Flat Rock Speedway once again. That'll be on May 18th. I guess that was a well-received show. Yeah. It's been, the Arca, regular Arca Series used to run at they uh, did. Flat Rock years yeah, ago. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a must-see event. <laughs> so uh, it's nice to see Arca back... Uh, with one of their uh, national series, or right? Regional series, I guess. Uh, they're at uh, Flat Rock Motor Speedway. Other uh, news: Crystal Motor Speedway announced today that they will be hosting their biggest 
ever late model race this summer. Can you guess what it is? Summer Nationals? Yes, the Hell Tour Dirt Car Summer Nationals will be at Crystal Michigan's Crystal Motor Speedway on Friday, July 12th. And that'll be a 10,000 to win show night before the birthday race at Oak Shade. There's a lot of racing going on. In, in with the summer nationals and a lot of in, dollar in, signs in our in our area yeah 16 year old tristan chamberlain will join the world of outlaws case construction equipment late model series full-time next year he will be the youngest contender for the rookie of the year his dad of course uh dwayne insane dwayne no wait yeah yeah that was insane dwayne chamberlain insane dwayne yes, uh yes. will be his crew chief his mother and sister will help in the merchandise trailer well that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> he's 16 he's already got a merchandise trailer yeah. usac has released its 2024 national series schedules uh that happened yesterday silver crown series will visit toledo speedway on april 20th for the rally beal classic is that right april 20th that's usually later in the year I did not double-check Dave, my producer Dave's work this time. That date may be wrong. We'll have to have him double-check on that. But uh, Raleigh Bill Classic will be back at uh, Toledo Speedway. It, it may be right. I don't know. The Amsoil Sprint Car National Champions uh, will compete at uh, Eldora May 3rd and 4th for uh, Let's Race 2. The NAS Energy Drink uh, National Midgets Sprint Cars and Silver Crown Cars will re- return to Eldora for the Four Crown Nationals uh, back in late in September, September 20th and 21st. Uh, Rico Abreu. I know the dude. Yeah. Well, do you know which series uh, he's going with this year? What's that? Take a guess. Uh, high Limit. Yes, sir. He announced that he will be running with the High Limit Series full-time in 2024. Kind of saw Rico running everything uh, this past year. Right. So. All over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, with sixty, was it sixty-three shows? It, Sixty uh, for the high limit. Yeah, that uh, that's a that's a big season. Absolutely, uh, IndyCar announced uh, its two point two liter twin turbocharged V six engine with hybrid technology. I'm waiting for your comment there. It was a dramatic pause. Yeah. Uh, that was supposed to, it was actually supposed to debut at the beginning of this upcoming season. Uh, it has been delayed. Uh, I guess they're still working some things out. It will now debut sometime after the uh, 2024 Indianapolis 500 that, that, late May. Scott, EVs in general are facing an, an uphill battle. Nobody I, cares. Dave did chat. It is April 20th. Rally Beal Classic okay. happening early this year at Toledo Speedway. Uh, for the Silver Crown Series. Thank you, Dave. I apologize for questioning you. I will never do it again. Um, so, yeah, the I guess Chevy and, uh, is it Honda? Yeah, Chevy and Honda are working together on this uh, hybrid uh, technology thing. Yawn. <laughs> yeah, you know how I feel. Does that mean we're going to be racing Priuses in uh, NASCAR? The NASCAR mm. Prius division. I hope not. Hopefully the tires make some noise. Yeah. <laughs> And that is it for uh, the racing news. Quite a bit to uh, get to uh, this week. Do you have any? any? No, I think you've used up as much time as we've got for Uh, for breaking news. No hammer down uh, hotline playback this week. Uh, No texts, no messages. uh, But if uh, you do feel obligated to uh, 
call, I guess you don't have to feel obligated, but if you do want to call, 419-318-3081. Call it, text it, anytime, day or night. Uh, last week, uh, somebody wanted to know what your racing plans were for uh, 2024, and you shared that. So and, if and, they want to know what it is, they got to go listen to last right. week's show. And, and we should have a lot of new listeners with our affiliation with Evergreen. And, Evergreen and feel, Podcast, free, yeah. feel free to give us a call. There you go. Uh, again, that number was uh, 419-318-3081. It is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Almost for how many days we're in a week. Uh, we got uh, how many? Let's give away some pizza. Sound like yeah. a good idea. As I stall to look for the how many thing, right here it is. Where'd it go? How many? So last week's how many was, uh, it was actually the number on the winning car, the Snowball Derby. That was this past Sunday. It was. That winning number was not uh, any of the numbers I picked. And uh, actually, Dale Cole, who was here in the studio last week, he was closest yeah. among us because it was uh, Ty Majeski. He was in the uh, 91 car. Oh. I picked 18. You picked 19. So anything more than 18 was you were yeah. closest. And Dale picked 24. So technically, he was closest. But since he's not here this week, you're going to have to go first. So congratulations on that. Uh, for for this week's our listener That's winner my punishment for winning yes yes our listener winner Matt Swander he guessed ninety he was the only one to actually pick the ninety one ooh congratulations so congratulations Matt. Matt and he would like his pizza uh, donated to uh, first responders and we thank Big D's Pizza there and Clyde for that this week um well here before we do this week's let's do our uh, Big D's uh, Pizza racing menu for this week ready. This weekend, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. That's it. Yeah, there's no racing this weekend. PRI this weekend. Nothing going on down under that I could uh, find that was worth interesting. Nothing uh, around. This is like the first weekend of nothing. Yeah. Uh, there, there would have been some shows on the East Coast, uh, probably at, you know, over in Sydney. Uh, I'll have to start getting you some information on those tracks. I, I saw something posted that... Uh, was it Alan posted something about some guy that they didn't seem very happy with and why there was no racing at one track? I must have missed that. Okay. I, I wasn't really sure what it was all about, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, no racing uh, scheduled for this weekend. So for this week's how many, back to the how many now, uh, we're, gonna, we're going to uh, go outside of our lane, so to speak. We're not going to stay in our lane. We're going to do a, a little bit of football. Really? You got your Lions. I got my Browns. They both play Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yep. Total number of touchdowns, the Lions, and the, they're not playing each other. They're T- playing touchdowns or total score? Touchdowns. Total number of touchdowns, the Browns, plus the total number of touchdowns, the Lions score. So say the Lions score two touchdowns, the Browns score two touchdowns in their game as well, then four would be the winning number. Am I making that simple? Do you understand what I'm saying? I do, I do. Total number of touchdowns, the Browns score, and the Lions score. In each of their games, they're not playing each other, so that that might be the confusing part. Um, so what what do you here? See what if anybody's guessing yet? There you go. Wow, that's a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> I'm going with six. <laughs> okay, I guess that'd be three each. Twenty-one yeah. points, uh, assuming they make the extra points. All right. Hmm. Weather's supposed to be bad this weekend, and I'm not sure where the Lions are playing. I know the Browns are in Cleveland. I, don't even, I think they're playing Chicago, and I think it is in Chicago. Ooh, either way, so, it's going to be. A yucky I'm going with day. five. Then I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the under, five touchdowns. So well, uh, all right. 
Uh, again, uh, this here, here, I forgot to put that on the screen. How many touchdowns total will both the Browns and the Lions score this Sunday afternoon? That's, can, that's the number of touchdowns. Number of not, touchdowns, not the, not the number not of the points. Score. Correct. Right. Number of, tu- number of times they entered the end zone for a touchdown. And it works for me. Uh, yeah. We'll see how it works. So You're going to force me to watch a Cleveland game? No, you can just look up the score, the box score, I'm sure. Yeah, but that doesn't. Yes, you're gonna have to, well, you have to flip back and forth between both games. I could watch Florida it on pizza. split screen, Scott. There you go. You're cooler than do me. They, do they play at the same time? They do. They're both at one o'clock on Sunday. So you have until one o'clock on Sunday. Just put your guess in the comments of the Facebook Live or the YouTube Live. If uh, you're not watching us live, you can come back to it. Uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast, just uh, find us on Facebook or YouTube. Find the live broadcast. Put your just put a number in the comments, and that's all it takes. You're entered. Barb Ganser, Ganser, make sure you put your guess in because I know you won't come over here to get your pizza, but I'll be glad to do it for you. <laughs> Fair enough. That's my favorite sister. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's it for that. How about we uh, do the drawing for the uh, DCR Hammer Down Racing Report window sticker? Absolutely. Or sticker sticker because it goes either way. Um We'll, we'll give uh, everybody one last minute. If you have not done so yet, whoops, there it so, is. Somebody, Hashtag DCR in the comments. Somebody posted something about the game this weekend. What did they post? Uh, Lions are playing the Bears and the Bears suck. Well, that's okay. Well, okay then. Very uh, detailed there. Um, so, Yeah. Hashtag DCR, if you already put it in, you're good. You're already in the drawing. If uh, not, do it right now because we're heading over to uh, give away this a window sticker. Again, you can order it if you don't win for just $5 from DCR Graphics. Nope, I need to do this. Giveaway tool. Hashtag DCR. All right, looks like we got uh, 12 people entered this week. So you have a 1 in 12 chance of winning that window sticker so let's take this off the screen and we are going to draw for this week's winner here we go names are shuffling around dave gumby jr that works really well he can come pick it up tomorrow because i think he's going to be working on some interior work on my new race vehicle well there you go it's it's off the surface plate and another one has taken its place. Congratulations, Dave, Dave Gumby Jr. We still have more window stickers we'll be giving away uh, over the uh, course of our shows in the next at least four months. Yeah. So if you haven't won, uh, you still have a chance. But like I said, you want to guarantee yourself a, a sticker, go ahead and call Dale at uh, DCR Graphics and order yours for just $5. I wonder, Scott... If you get a, a a graphics package from DCR, if you'd throw in if he one would, of these, if he would get, if he would throw in one of these cool stickers, I bet you if you schmooze him, he might. He's he's a just mention Hammerdown Racing yes. Report. He's a reasonable fellow. Just mention Hammerdown Racing Report, and I'll bet you can go, make it happen. Just tell him Ron told him. That's it. Yeah. 
Thanks to our associate producer, Dave Kemmer, contributors, John Young, Matt Swander, Bob Stazak. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. I'm sorry, follow us on X at Hammer Report. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Always check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. You can listen to the show there. Uh, whatever, everything you need to know. Is Scott, if any of our Aussie Report. listeners want to post some updates or, or advise us, how, what would be the best way for them to get a hold of us? Assuming that uh, they have international calling, they could call the Hammerdown hotline at 419-318-3081. But if not, uh, they can always... Uh, um, I'm not sure if I get the email on there or not. There's contact information on HammerdownRacingReport.com. Very good. I bet they could always just shoot us a message uh, on Facebook. Okay. Shoot you a message on Facebook. That's cool. Yeah. There you go. So, our great Aussie, Aussie listeners, you've been given a task. There you go. I didn't get a, a report. I don't think we rated uh, uh, this week on uh, iTunes down in Australia. Really? No. I don't know why. It's crazy. Make sure to rate and review us. Share us with your uh, friends as well on social media. That helps us. Thanks to our sponsors, DCR Graphics, Dominator Race Products, Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cars, and Freeze Frame Photos. Uh, and thanks again to uh, this week's guests. Trey McGranahan, Robbie Henderson, Caleb Wilbur. Next week, it's uh, our Lima Land Champion show. We only have two more shows uh, before the end of the year. Lima Land uh, champs next week, and then we're going to finish off uh, this year with the Sandusky Speedway champions. Chris Mize, uh, I already spoke with him. He's going to give us uh, his uh, annual preview of the preview on on the hangover hangover race. race. And uh, next week, as I mentioned, the Lima Land champs. Tony Anderson, we already have him confirmed. Uh, a little bit of a problem with the uh, Gateway Dirt Nationals. Yeah? Yeah, for uh, uh, what's-his-face? Modified. Why can't I think of his name now? Sherman. Todd Sherman. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's going to be down there. <laughs> he's going to be racing next Thursday night. So uh, we'll try and uh, see if we can organize. Uh, Squeeze him in ahead. Yeah, or... get a little pre-recorded deal with him before yeah. he heads on down to uh, St. Louis for the Gateway Dirt Nationals. So, but we'll have a complete uh, preview of that as well, and we'll try and get out of here as soon as possible so that uh, you can check that out. So we can watch it. Yeah, because that uh, start will start next uh, Thursday night. It will. I kind of want to watch it too. So, uh, but we definitely will not be cutting short our Lima Land guest or guests. Nope. That's next week on the show Thursday at seven. Tune in live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Of course, listen to us anytime on your favorite podcasting platform. Should we get the hell out of here? Let's do it. What are you going to go home and watch? Dinner. <laughs> going to go watch it go into your mouth? That's it. Okay. Sounds uh, sounds very fun. We're out. We'll see you next week. I'll watch a football game tonight. Okay. That's what I've. There you go. Okay. See you next week. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. 
We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company. And we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.